gosh. Okay, let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the Zombie Teeth podcast. Today, we have Jenny from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I noticed when I was editing this that there's long periods of time where I don't actually say anything because I'm so engrossed in what Jenny's saying. Hopefully you'll forgive me for, for my quietness. So let's go. Yeah, I've hit the bottom and come back inciting an innovative world. You say I look real cute, so let's keep it civil. I'll never be a simple girl. Yeah, I was going to call it pulling teeth because I wanted it to have that zombie teeth link. Yeah. Uh, but there's already a podcast called Pulling Teeth that's got well over 100 episodes. So. Damn it. Yeah. And then it was just trying to think something and then it just ended up being like, you know what? I'm just going to call it Zombie Teeth Podcast. Yeah. You know, that works. nice then and simple. Know, I don't know. Names are tricky. And then it's like ultimately it's like how easy is it for people to find you you know well that was it i mean i remember seeing an interview with what's his name fieldy from corn and they were talking about how they came up with the name from corn and there was like corn's such a stupid name but until you're a band then it becomes cool right you know (laughs) yeah yeah i never thought about that when somebody's suggesting a name you're like that's stupid but then if you see it on a poster you're like all right i'm gonna go see them they sound good you know so so funny so yeah yeah right can you imagine being at the meeting where they're like we're gonna call it corn yeah i've seen i've seen some really good t-shirts where that somebody's in the corn font they've written corn i don't know if you have (laughs) corn over there do you have corn over there what is that it's like fake meat really okay and it's called quorn <laughs> q-u-o-r-n and somebody's made a shirt so <laughs> Love it. I, real, I realized as i was saying that that you probably don't know what i'm talking about so well you never know there's some <laughs> stuff is universal and some stuff is like what are you talking about i mean i've just re-watched your talk that you did at the college just that to kind a of while refresh ago. myself yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was I like I've watched that quite a few times. Oh, like really? It. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. good. I, I find it's good for. I find it's good to kind of inspire me. So yes, yeah, so I've watched it quite a few times, and I've passed it on to other people. Like, watch this. What? Thanks. So. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 I. You know the TV show Making It. Have you, have you seen that? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I, I looked at what the application for that is, and then it, I was like. Because I was like, I want to, I want to be on the show, and then like I, so I looked at that, and then, um, it was like they were gonna film in May, so I was like, okay, well we're gonna be on tour, so I'm not gonna apply, and then as soon as we came home from the UK or from Europe early, um, I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna apply for making it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I did that, and like there's, so I had to like rewatch that because it's like I hadn't updated my anything in like five years you know what I mean and so it was like I was like okay I just want to make sure I have like I'm only sending them like good things because it was like applying to college like the application was long and it was like show us anything you've ever done that's available to blah, blah. and so it was like so I kind of watched a little bit of that again and I hadn't seen it since I did it and I was like is this crazy like does anybody appreciate this what it's the good. fuck was going on I, I like it it's 
it's very relatable like it's it's on a it's on a human level when you okay. when you're speaking it's not you've got somebody you've got like a like a lecturer speaking to you it's it's like a like <laughs> an equal speaking to you um okay. and there's a lot of things in there that I was like okay okay cuz I think the first time I watched it was um I think it was before I met you when when I watched it for the first time so okay cool. so on today's episode I'm joined by Jenny Crotterill singer songwriter yes. baker artist just so many strings to one bow um so uh welcome to the show Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So, um, so yeah, so this YouTube, the YouTube video of you talking at the college, there's, it's the tagline to it is make your own party. Yeah. And that was something that I found very inspiring because do you know the story of how it came about that I took photos of you? No. So what happened was a friend of mine wanted to get back into music photography and I was I'd already got my ticket to come and see you and no effects she wants to get back into music photography how about I see if I can set up a photo shoot for her and then I will be her assistant for the day which means then I can meet you and she gets to do what she wanted to do yeah like two days <laughs> before she got a paid gig taking photos oh, so okay. dropped out she's out <laughs> she was like yeah she I can't do it anymore I was like um this opportunity is too good to pass up. So I started messaging people that I knew who did photography. None of them were available. Nope. Messaging okay. people I didn't know, saying, look, I've followed you for a while on Instagram. I've got this opportunity. Could you do it? Uh, nobody was taking it. And then my friend turned around and said, well, why don't you do it? And I said, me? I've never used a camera before. One of those cameras. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he said, it's OK. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. I went round, he showed me for 20 minutes. I came down, met you, did the photo shoot. What? <laughs> it wasn't even my camera. So no yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's how it came about. And then I love that. And then one of them was used as the press photo on the Fat Records website for a while. Hell yeah. One was on, all, that was my first photo shoot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and one was on, on your Twitter for about a year, I think it was. Oh my and I was God. just like I was like, this is crazy. And then from that, it inspired me to buy a camera. And then now yeah. I, you know, I've taken photos of the Barstool Preachers, made of Ace, Pears, managed to do live shoots yeah. with like the Interrupters. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's all, it all kind of spawned from me messaging you and saying, can I, can we do this photo shoot? And you saying, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not know that. Um, I love that. You know? Yeah. Well, the the idea was that if I turned around and said I didn't know what I was doing, that it'd get cancelled. So I'm I pretended that I was her assistant and she'd been oh, training yeah. me, um, and she trusted me to come down and do it, and I hadn't got a clue <laughs> at all. So. <laughs> oh, you know what? A lot of amazing things happen that way. If you just stay with what you know how to do, you don't grow at all. Like. You know what I mean? Imagine if from childhood you only did what you already knew how to do. You'd be like, I can color and uh, count to ten, you know? Like, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Speaking of you as a child, were you always were you always creative as a child? Or was it something you got into when you were like a little bit older? I was always, I was always 
creative. Well, it's tough to say because it's like, it's hard to say what came first, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of fostered in me. So I guess I must have like shown some type of inclination as like a small person that was like, you know, I have really nice parents and like a really, really, really wonderful family that like would, you know, for any kind of like birthday or holiday, like I feel like all my relatives would be like, we got you a watercolor set or like, here's some clay, like, you know, just kind of like knowing that this is what I'm into and like, um, and then also I have like a, I have a bunch of really cool aunts and I know one of them, she for a while was like a kindergarten and preschool teacher and she's like amazing with kids. And so anytime I saw her, it was like, let's do this, you know what I mean? Just like kind of make a mess and have a good time. And I just had so much fun and would like go nuts and not leave the kitchen table. Whereas like all my other cousins and relatives would be like, okay, I did this for like an hour. I'm over it. And like get up and go do something else. But I would be like, can we, can we eat dinner around this? Because I'm not done with my diorama of, you know, like, it's like, so yeah, they were always nice about it. You know, my mom, my poor mom who hates a mess. I just, <laughs> have been challenging from the beginning i think but she's always been really nice about it <clears throat> so. that's awesome i mean i my my granddad was very art centric so it kind of was spawned from him i was always drawing as a as a as a kid to the point I'd draw on the floor and I'd, I'd have neck ache from being hunched over. I'm surprised I haven't got a hump back <laughs> from all the hours yeah. I spent. So I love that. Yeah. I keep seeing, so now with like what's going on with like the pandemic stuff, I like, and I understand you guys have very, very strict uh, regulations and kind of controls in the UK, but um, it's not so strict where I live. It's kind of state by state. So like you can still go out and take a walk and, if I'm out at the right time, there's just like kids all over the sidewalk, which just, I'm like, oh, that looks so fun. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> like, you know, laying there like a mermaid with their legs out to the side, just like scribbling awesome rain. It's always, there's always a rainbow too. I love that about sidewalks. <laughs> there is a thing in the UK with rainbows, people putting them up in windows and things so that when you take your one, government sanctioned walk a day you can see all the oh. all the rainbows and things in windows oh, i love we have so it's supposed to be like stuffed animals apparently here okay but I'd much rather it be rainbows like, <laughs> yeah some people have like, kind of took it like to the point where they've got like a picket fence and they're painting each piece of wood oh. a different color and, yes. and things like that oh so. my god i would cry if i saw that that's so cool <laughs> yeah it's yeah you're allowed to go out to shop if you need food and things and they want you to do kind of one piece of exercise a day and not anything like they don't want you to drive to a park and then walk around the park they want you to walk from your house because some people are driving 100 miles to a national park and walking around there and then the police are using drones to catch them and all kinds of things oh my god <laughs> what what I guess I don't understand the harm in driving, but yeah. I guess they just kind of want to be like, just stay home. It's very strange, but um, but yeah, I was I was always very creative as a kid, but I was always very into cartoons and things as opposed to I've never been very good at drawing anything that resembles kind of realism. What are you talking about? So, like, what it's only you... re it's only in the last 
few years that I've kind of been really practicing drawing things that are more on the realistic side as opposed to big kind of balloon eyes and <laughs> well so. you know it, it it will make your balloon eyes better you know what I mean all you're <laughs> all you're doing is like learning to kind of look closely and then when you look closer at something you will notice something kind of special about it like and then you can kind of remember that when it comes time to draw your fun cartoon version of it you know? yeah I mean the things that I was mentioning earlier that I've done for the Barstool Preachers I believe it's some of the best work I've done and it is nothing like what I would normally do so it's interesting to see I love that about when someone else asks you to do something is like it's a chance to do something you wouldn't do and then you might find out like oh I love this you know or you surprise yourself and you do a really good job and you know I was I was actually going to ask you um when somebody asks you to do a piece of artwork for me I start to panic and not draw in my own style because I worry that my style isn't what they want even though they've asked me to do something if that makes sense it does um well there's it's kind of I think over time I have like felt more comfortable um making art in my own voice you know when I was getting started this is sort of like one of the pitfalls of being a young artist and by young all I mean is like kind of new and that is like sometimes people are hiring you because they they like what you do and then sometimes people are hiring you because you're the only artist that they know yeah. you know so um when I, when it's been the latter <laughs> I've had some pretty like frustrating projects where it's like they just want you to be somebody else you know what I mean and in, in a way it's like I enjoy kind of trying on different hats and styles but then it also does kind of feel like why did you ask me to do this you know and I and and I respect the the answer maybe being you're the only artist I know you know so um that's sometimes is a conversation that's worth bringing up if it kind of seems like I don't know if this is what I do or what I'll do is like how do you want this to be do you want me to be me do you want this like to, do you want me to kind of like imitate like because I feel for example like the no effects book cover was like they wanted it to look like a little golden book did that happen in the UK do you have those it's hard I can't actually remember and we know what they are the the okay. they're very kind of like that style uh, a book cover is very recognizable I couldn't off the top of my head tell you whether we have them but yeah we we know what they are and it in it I know the style that you mean okay yeah, so that was like, you know, that was an art direction note that was like, this is important. We want this to be, to look like this because it's like so wholesome. And then obviously the story is like, you know, it's just hilarious that it would be, <laughs> you know, so I was like, got it. It's got to look like that. So in a way there's like, um, I don't know if this happens to other people, but for myself, I find that I'll, some some of my work is like kind of like being a mockingbird, you know what I mean? Like we want it to be like this. Can you do that? And, you know, yes. And then if I can't, you know, for any reason, like I just have to be honest about that. You know, When I was at the bakery, for example, people would be like, I want this. And it was like some weird like fondant cake, which is like a fancy cake from like a, a traditional bakery would look like that. And it's like, all right, so I can't do that because we don't, 
use that material. So are you interested in doing this in buttercream or do you want to try another bakery? You know, so, and it's just, it's up to them. You know, some people don't care and some people do. That's, that's true. I mean, but I, me personally, I do, I do get that fear. I start to panic <laughs> when somebody's like, can you do this for me? I'm like, oh, are you sure? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, just think about it and you probably can if you have taken those important leaps of like, well, I could do this and I can spend 20 minutes with my photographer friend and just, if you think you can fill in the gaps and like also if you feel like it's better to be honest about whether or not you've done it before or if there really is no harm in like taking a risk, then that's that's your choice too. There's things that I've spawned from that photo shoot. Um, Love that. It's been it's been pretty crazy, like all the different things that I've managed to do since then. I mean, you know, artwork for different bands, and it's been really good. I do get that fear. So. Yeah, I think yeah, you shouldn't be afraid. I think just take that if you have like fear about projects. You know what I mean? Just take it as adrenaline and like go. You know, but don't. I mean, there is a lot of fear, I guess. With I saw the live stream the other night, the punk rock paintbrushes live stream. And you talk about, I don't know how to do that, but I will know how to do that. I'll figure it out. And you've done all these amazing things. Like you, you did some of the murals that were in Parks and Rec. Well, okay, so the caveat on that is that I designed the murals, but I didn't, I was not the person hired to paint them. Right, okay. So, but yeah. you still, you designed them. So when that opportunity arrived, was Parks and Rec as loved as it is now as it is popular for me yeah I was like oh yes I would love to you know like try to calm down for the phone call on that one but yeah they were like do you watch the show I was like huh (laughs) I love the show I don't watch any television except for this show you know so yeah <laughs> it's amazing like i'd already watched the show and then i watched the video and i was like oh my god so <laughs> finding that out was just like wow yeah it's such that an amazing was great. thing but, it was such a small job but at the same time i was like i feel so legit you know like <laughs> how flattering i got to like have a tiny part in an amazing piece of work you know so when you are designing a piece of artwork that's uh, a physical thing as a as opposed to a painting do you draw it first or do you get like some clay and just start molding things or is it how how does that kind of work i sketch first because that's my native tongue you know so i think for most people in our era of humanity like that drawing is probably the, the first experience it just kind of helps me figure out like where i'm going with it you know and then um you know what I mean? Because that's how you would digest it as a whole is like, yeah. and then, you know, with, I don't usually do a model for 3D stuff. I just use a drawing, but then for like the puppets for Fat Wreck, that was like, it was a different type of process. Like a lot of my sculptural stuff is like additive. So if you're adding clay, you can just add more or take it away. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's like a, a little, a little less risk, but like with the puppets, you can't really add or take away. You're like, it's like you have, it's like a garment. You have to like sew this foam skeleton basically together. And then it was like making clothes. You know what I mean? Like I had to, so that I had to start with a model of clay and then like get the shape right. And then kind of dissect that. So like, weirdly making that was like a new, I just don't work that way. So like for, for 
for Mike's head, okay? I made like a, a ball of paper <laughs> yeah. and like mashed it into kind of the shape that I want. And then I covered it with tape, like masking tape. Yeah. And then I took like plasticine clay, that like oil clay that never dries and covered it with that. So then I could sort of mold that and control that. You know what I mean? So like, and so the paper and the tape was just to like not waste like a whole pound of clay on this thing. That's like, I'm basically making like a grapefruit sized model. And then once I got it to the shape that I wanted with that clay, I put paper against it and like sliced it into shapes so that it would lay flat. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, it so, was like, so you could yeah. and peel then, it yeah. almost peel it off. Yeah. And then, and then figure out where like the darts would go to make it curve and then took those guys over to the copy place and blew it up until it was like the right size for him, which scaling up and down in three dimensions is like not a math that I have figured out exactly. <laughs> so that was like, I'll just print like 10 of them, you know what I mean? And then like cut them out and tape them together until it looks about right. And then choose that one or convert that into cutting foam and et cetera, et cetera. So. I've had a very short lived experience with trying to sculpt anything. Um, it just didn't go well at all. No? Um, no. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to try again, but it just... Yeah, I was trying to use the, I don't know what, what it's called, like the polymer clay that you put in the oven. Mm, yeah, okay. Um, so I was trying to use that, but I was using white and black, and it got to the point where the white was grey because I was touching the black and then touching the white. Um, <laughs> That's okay, you can paint it. You know? Yeah, but in, it, I didn't paint it, I threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've, I've had enough of this in the bin. Yeah, that so. stuff's kind of tricky too because it's like you have to like soften it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like there's this step that no one tells you about where you're like, sick, I'm just going to make this thing. And it's like, no, you're going to spend 45 <laughs> minutes like mashing this together until you can actually move it around. Yeah, it's really, then, really tough to begin with. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like I thought something was wrong with it the first time. Uh, here's what I do. <laughs> that I'll be working on like a sketch or something because I use that a lot for like um like wedding cake toppers or like sometimes it's just the right material and sometimes it's not but like so if I I know I'm going to use it I will sit on some of it <laughs> and then do my sketches while that's warming up you know and well, it's baking um, yeah, with my butt cheeks, and then it's like ready to. Uh, then it's a little softer when it's time to use yeah, it. So. More, more malleable. Yeah. <laughs> so for the new, because you've got a new album coming out. Yeah. So and that comes out June. Is that right? June nineteenth. June nineteenth. Very excited. Yes. Um, yeah, me too. And the cover of the album, because the first two albums and the Boss Lady EP was mm -hmm. were all paintings done by yourself, but this time it's it's a three dimensional. Yeah. So yeah, this is cool. When I first saw it, I actually thought it was a, a real thing, like as in an actual, yes! <laughs> you know. And the 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 backdrop I thought was an actual sunset or sunrise. <sighs> Good. Um, <laughs> I love so, that. For a second, I was like, I thought Jenny would have done some artwork for this. And then I looked again <laughs> and went, oh, it is. Yeah. But yeah, first glance, I was like, yeah, I was, it's really good. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's a departure from the previous things but then it also yeah. isn't because once you see the little intricacies in it you can tell that it's very much your work 
So, yeah, so and, I feel like the album is like a departure, but also not, you know. So I'm really happy that that's what you are feeling. <laughs> Do you want to explain to me what yeah. what what it is? Sure. Well, so like I said, this album is we think different, but like not so different that people will be like, "I'm out of here." And then actually, Jen Pop was so cute. She was like, because she heard it. You know, we did some vagabondy stuff, and we had like a long drive down to San Diego, and we both had new albums that were out yet you know what I mean so it was like you want to hear mine you want to hear mine <laughs> and we were talking about it and she said some really nice stuff she was like it's like it sounds exactly like you guys but it's not you know what I mean like it, it, it is you guys but it's totally different you know which I was like thank you so much for saying that and I just wanted the art to kind of reflect that because we did everything about recording this record was like different than the way that we've done the others and I think ultimately it was it's better you know we're so excited and I'm glad we you know with everything going on there was like the discussion of like do we wait to release this and the whole band was like no like fuck no we don't wait like people need new music we don't want to wait anymore like we just let's get it out so it's because we started oh my god forever ago like we we started demoing in like January of 2018 or 19 or some bullshit. It was, like, it was been a long time coming. I've seen little bits and bobs. And it's, uh, it's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. And it's no. like, we're, not, we're taking our time. It'll come out, we you know, when we're ready. Too. It's like, no, I want it now. Now, now, yeah. now. So, but oh, I did I hear you say that this album, you've recorded it differently because previous times you've had more control this time. Oh, yeah. Than you than you have had, so this is probably why this this sounds like this, and why you're so excited about it. And yeah, so. I'm a pretty like impatient person, so <laughs> we and we all thought we were done so many times. We were like, yes, we're done, and then it was like, we're not done. So, um, and that's because like things would change or, you know, Mike was very involved and like occasionally the reaction of like frustration at it not being done. But then at the same time, I just was like, this is what we wanted. We wanted it to be awesome. Like, why would we be mad if it's like, if it's later, like who in the end is going to give a shit what year it came out and like what month? I don't care. You know, this is, this is more than like a date on calendar. This is like, you know, like your birthday doesn't determine and who you are you know no, so no. Um, and you don't want to rush something out that you're ultimately you've got little feelings about oh i wish that was slightly different or i wish oh that was God. slightly different you know and also if you're releasing it slightly later then it keeps the fans ravenous because they, they want it <laughs> so yeah yeah i think it'll be fine and then whenever we're allowed to tour again we will and i just i think that'll be fine too it's you know sometimes things are not what you expected and that doesn't make them wrong or bad but yeah, so the artwork, I just really wanted to make sure that it reflected the departures and kind of steps that we took and had like more of a mood that was like indicative of the album. And and I personally wanted to do something different. Like people were like, are you going to do the cover? And I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to do the cover. <laughs> this is the best job that I get, you know? So, but then I was like, what would I paint? And then I just, I really haven't been that into painting and I haven't been like busy with other work dreaming of painting, you know? It was like, I just was like, I want to do something different and try something new that's like exciting for me and give people something different when it's done. And I had been painting a lot with spray paint and painting a lot of like 
radiance and trying to whenever the sky was doing something amazing i would like try to rush outside and like do it you know yeah, yeah um i'm sure you know as an artist you maybe have been looking at an incredible sky you can't take a picture of it you can never take a picture <laughs> no they of never the look sky. the same it's crazy it's like <laughs> a technological truth that's like you need to stop looking at this and just look at it with your eyes for this five seconds that it looks like this, you know, and like try to hang on to it. I knew that. And I was like really excited with the results I was getting with paint because I was like, you know, somehow I've managed to capture this and it's more accurate than a photograph in my opinion. And like, just kind of like a fun thing that I was on. So I was like, and I had, I don't know if I'm talking too long about this, but I had a existential dream uh, at the end of like 2018, where it kind of shook me out of some like nonsense that I was like getting swept up in with my self and like beating myself up about things I haven't done yet and and there's a song about it on the album and actually the album is named after this like song so mm -hmm. in my dream I was walking like forever in the desert and there is no one around and there is like just night and there's like no light pollution no signs of anything you know what I mean it is just me and I've been walking for god knows how long and then like I am like just pointed towards there's some kind of lights like very, very, very far up ahead in like a concentration. So I was like, okay, I guess this is must be where I'm headed. I don't know from where or what it is, you know what I mean? And then get closer and it's like a city with lights. But it's like, um, it's not a city that's like skyscrapers. It's maybe closer to like a frontier town, but it's all painted white. And like, it's like a beautiful, symmetrical, like gathering of, of buildings and light, you know, and then as I'm approaching, I'm all fucked. Yeah, been forever. Like, you know, I'm like coming up on this thing, and as I get close enough to really see the detail, I see that it's fake. It's like a set, right? You know? But I don't stop walking. I just go. I walk right through the middle of it. Like, you know what I mean? Somehow yeah, there's yeah. like doorways through everything, so I'm allowed to like not even stop to be like, this is bullshit and it's fake. You know what I mean? Like just. <laughs> walks literally straight the whole time all the way through right out the back of it and like there is no destination there's only the ride you know so that where the title of the album kind of came from and this is like a conversation that we had as a band where it's like what the fuck are we calling this thing so we just kind of like life this is it you need to appreciate it good and bad and like be good to yourself and be good to other people and like you know stacy's got a song about her dealing with breast cancer and like lynn has songs that focus on like you know immigration politics and like these are real but very human and like the things that we do to other people and ourselves in this life are like they're universal but they're also just ours you know it's like not to get too silly about it but anyway we just thought like you know life in general that's what this record is about so the ride and then um the visual of that city had like haunted me you know what i mean i got the song out so i was like okay good we we've cleared our mind on that but i was like how do i paint this or make this and do i make a city like how the fuck do i make it look like that's all there is and then conceptualizing the artwork and once we decided this is the name i was like I'm going to make something that feels like that, where it's like, this is all there is, and it's glorious, but it's also fake, you know? It's like a fucking carnival ride, like, which is mostly a facade, and the rest of it is a trailer, you know? And I think I got it. I think I got the I think feel did. of, like... <laughs> I very much think that, and you painted a very good word picture about your dream. 
I started getting, I started, when you initially talked about it, I started thinking of that scene in Wayne's World 2 where they're walking across the desert uh, <laughs> to talk to Jim Morrison. Um, and then when you talked about the fake buildings, I thought about, I got the picture in my head of the Simpsons episode with where they're playing softball and the softball player goes through the door of the building to, I forget what he calls it, but it's basically just the edge of a cliff. And the I guy, don't know this one. No, it's the one where Mr. Burns is in charge and he and he brings in ringers to beat um, oh. Shelbyville, I think it is. <laughs> And he keeps saying to one of the players, he's like, I told you to shave those sideburns. So he cuts oh, his yeah, yeah. he cuts his hair. But yeah, they all go they all start going missing. The guy takes oh, the yeah. has the brain tonic and gets in a giant head and another one is yeah, there's one that goes through a door and off the edge of a cliff. Wow. But it's like all psychedelic as he's falling and he's like taking photos <laughs> of things as he's falling. So it is it is a great album cover and you I mean all of the album covers you've done a great i think my favorite piece is the poster you did for the barstool preachers tour that you had oh thanks the one with the giant i want to say woman but yeah she's like a siren behemoth goddess monster gigantic you know yeah. i don't know i don't it's know great. i don't know who she is I, she's i really big. really like that obviously i've got a tattoo of your artwork as well so which one do you have? Um, got the two. I don't know what the name of it is, but oh it's the, yeah, the the the, the, the cop lady. The yeah, 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 yeah. I've got that on my arm. <laughs> when Stacy was playing with the guineas, chatting away to her, and just happened to bring my arm up, and she just grabbed it. And said, That's rad. And then just that was it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, thanks. That's crazy. <laughs> that okay. So that design came from I was in this art show my friend Tori used to have such a good art gallery and she she closed it to focus more on being like an amazing parent which is awesome but she had this very good gallery and one of the last shows they had was like um she had like it was like a vest show like it was like some type of like motorcycle vests and stuff right, like okay, that yeah, yeah. so she reached out to like fibers artists and like some of her regular artists that showed there and she was like jenny you've got to make a, a bad cop vest for this and i was like okay i made a vest i like got a cheap denim jacket and like dyed it black and cut the sleeves off and then like did that image in like applique and embroidery on the back of this like biker vest and like did like a rocker you know what I mean and so it's 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 pretty cool like in person and then everybody was like we really like this I was like okay well then I better vectorize it and make like a sticker <laughs> or something because you know but it was like originally all fabric and embroidery and stuff so. I think I saw it on your website um got that tattooed i think i've got the sticker on my fridge um and then i also bought the t-shirt but then oh, the t-shirt kind of i don't know what happened to it but it's kind of went off color so what i've done is i've cut around the design and it's in a frame on my wall oh wow so <laughs> thought so i'd it's repurpose it so. it's your bad cop logo yeah okay yeah that's it i've got it i've got it next to my i've, I've got a framed no effects t-shirt as well that i bought when i was 17 oh. And I wore it until I was maybe 30. So <laughs> it got to the point where it was quite see-through because it was very thin. So I've, I've framed yeah, it now. it's like so, a, mesh, so a mesh shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I like, I don't know if this happens to you, but I get, if I'm busy or like have a lot to do, I immediately am like insatiably hungry or thirsty. Like, because I have been like, 
last week was pretty busy considering what life looks like now with like the announcement and all this stuff going on. And I just have been like, I'm so thirsty. Like <laughs> just my water you have, intake has gone got a minute, through the roof. You got a minute to breathe. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh. Yeah. So see, the last two weeks I've been doing that artwork for Barstool Preachers and I've been working because I'm still working from home, my day job. I was doing, yeah. you know, 12, 13 hour days. And then I, they're having a new website. So I've done loads of mock-ups of merch and oh, things like that, yeah. which is kind of crazy because, you know, it's, it's just me in my bedroom doing these things. Oh, and then it's gosh. like, oh, yeah, Pirate Press want you to do something. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then one of my pictures, my photos is on the inlay cover for the new Pears album, which Ooh. is kind of cool. Good for you. Yeah, I was I was quite impressed with that. I'm waiting for my copy to turn up. And then I did all the Band-Aid Brigade stuff as well. Oh, my God. Um, all the artwork for them. I've done all You did artwork. all that? That's really mm -hmm. fun work. I was yeah. like, this is really cool looking. Yeah, that was all Fuck that was all me. Yeah. And that was just because I saw them do a, uh, an Instagram Live on Zach's Instagram. So I messaged him, said, do you want me to do a logo? And then I came up with the hand holding the microphone. Um and then it's just kind of spiraled from there. And I did the album cover and I've done some other things. He actually, they actually want me to do something else for, they're doing like a live stream and they want, they want me to do a, like a Corona style one. So I'm going to do a face mask on the album cover. So, <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we don't need to talk wow. about me. We, we do. You're killing it. That's <laughs> awesome. I love Thank your you. model of like, I, I like this. I'm going to make a thing. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to love it. And then, you know, it's like some people don't know that how to get into something. They think that you need like a stamped and sealed written invitation for things. Yeah. And it's like you don't. And if you are waiting for one, you're going to be waiting a long time. You know, yeah, you, so you've got to be proactive and, and kind of get out there. I mean, that's. I was I was like that for a long time. I mean, a long there was a long time where I thought that people only bought my T-shirts because they felt sorry for me. What? Which I which I realise is is a ridiculous notion because they don't know me. <laughs> I yeah. thought that they I thought they but they'd buy the shirt, wear it, take a photo of it, and then never wear it again. No. So it's took me a long time to kind of realise that people there are, there are people that like what I do. So. Yeah, isn't it funny that like. Coming into your own and having confidence as like a creative person is a lot. Just like looking, you're you're. It's like a separate additional journey of the same, hopefully the same path that you have to go through as just a human. Yeah, there's there's a lot you of a lot of imposter <laughs> syndrome with me. Yeah, right. I get a oh lot of God. that where I'm like, should I be here? Because I mean, I spent three days with Boston Preachers on tour, and when they asked me, I was like, me, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i love that but yeah i mean I, the cool I, thing is enough things like that happen and then you are like yes me of course me you know yeah well that was that was the whole reason i started this podcast because i thought well i'm in contact with enough people in bands or artists so why not i'm, I'm at home at the minute i can't go out really so why not do it and i've done it and, you know, it may eventually not go anywhere, but it might. Who knows? Most things go somewhere. It's like, even if you don't view on the path that you maybe originally set with something, like, they just usually don't completely die out. And if they do, like, you know, you don't even, 
think about it. So it's like, yeah, I think I, it's a wonderful thing to do with your time. I think it's also quite a good thing for like my confidence as well, because I'm not yeah. the most outgoing person talk to talk wise like in, in in person i'm quite shy so this is hopefully going to build confidence for me as well yeah oh my gosh i'm so happy for you and so excited for you this is like very um proactive and thoughtful and productive you know i know everybody's like you don't have to be productive and it's like some of us do yeah you know i'm not <laughs> yeah. judging you if you're not but like i can't sleep if i didn't do anything i don't feel like i have to i want to like if i don't yeah. feel like someone's going to judge me if i say i haven't done something i'm yeah. i'm going to judge myself because i know that there's things that i could be doing and you know? you know that you are happier if you do them yes so that's um, the, i mean it's a confusing statement you know where i keep seeing it and i think people are misinterpreting it but like yeah i agree i mean i've not designed a new t-shirt for my own for about eight months because i've been doing other things yeah so i'm <laughs> going to use this time to hopefully do some more designs for that so what have you got what's what's next art wise for you have you got like like i've got sketchbooks with like half finished drawings in them and i've got things like that have you got around your house just like unfinished work you know what i don't i had i did myself a great disservice and i stopped sketching for a year in like 2017 and then like the fallout for that was kind of long lasting if you don't put things down for myself at least i won't remember them so what i did start doing in 2018 is uh writing in a journal every day because i but because i had gotten so locked up without i was like i don't i don't know what i'm doing i don't even know what i think i don't even know if i have ideas anymore because i hadn't been recording anything in a sketchbook and then um but changing gears to just writing words really helped me because then it was like well i do have ideas and you know if you just check in every day you can kind of like catch them or at least they're recorded in some way and it's not that all of my journaling is about ideas it's just like that was like a really handy thing for me so then I then I was like okay I do have some stuff I do have ideas some of these are totally feasible some of these might be very fun I can hang on to this for that and then that kind of eased me back into recording concepts and like rough ideas now it is I still kind of haven't been sketching, but I have these concepts, um, and then so I'll I have the journals and I can kind of go into them. And I do there is a there is something that I want to make um, before things get turned back on again. But I feel like I also kind of don't have any pressure on that because I my job is on hold as touring. You know what I mean? Which yeah. was my number one obstacle for making something. It's like because I. I'm not really a digital artist, so I had to be home to be able to make things with my hands, but I'm home, and I will be home probably all year. I mean, that's not an official statement, but that's what it's looking like. And then, Yeah. So I have also been, I was working at this bakery for about five years, and um, it was like just getting crazier and more demanding, and like I worked every weekend and every holiday, and you know, so I, I left bakery right before we went on tour 
I had hoped so that I could freelance and make art again, you know, because I felt like the freedom of trying different things and working with different people and like having the ability to like maybe not work every weekend and every holiday um, and like get my work done on my time would be cool to do again. So I am, um, I am, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I did see that you were on your Instagram story about you being freelance um yeah. and you put your email up so do you want to do you want to say what your email is for if anyone wants to contact yeah. you yeah it's my email is jenny makes things at gmail.com and the tricky part about that is the way that i spell my name sorry it's <laughs> j-e-n-n-i-e it'll be in it'll be in the name of the episode so the, you, you know you. it'll have jenny in well, the episode so i mean i'm available we can talk about things um, yeah. So if anyone wants any artwork doing, that's great. Um, email me. Yes, email Jenny. So uh, <laughs> last, I'll I'll wrap it up now. So I'll go back to the new album. What's your favourite three songs on the album? Oh, tough call. Okay. Well, I heard you say that "Simple Girl" was your favourite, so I didn't. I wanted to it expand is. on that. Well, "Simple Girl." Okay, I just. Just so cool, and it's so hard to play. <laughs> it's like, which I think is like such a delightful irony that you know Stacy wrote this song about being complicated, and it called it "Simple Girl," and it's so fucking hard. The rhythm is what's hard. It's not like these aren't new chords, but it's like, which I think is a very cool way to like embody the message, where it's like she is worth it. You know, I am worth it as a complicated person, but like it's going to take you, it's tricky, you know, and you got to respect that because that's what makes it such a hook, you know, she's yeah. using simple chords into this very strange rhythm that like our friend Davey was like, I'm not even going to track this because how the fuck are you going to play drums for this? And it was like, just track it. You know what I mean? Like, we're gonna, like <laughs> just do it. We'll figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? So it was just, and the um, Myra was like, hold my beer and got a drum sticks. <laughs> We all were like, wait, what? I think you do like a five count, but only once. It was like, it's a trip. It's just such a trip. So, like, <laughs> so and she's like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Just play along, you know? So um, <laughs> I just, it was so satisfying to have that. And then again, like the message, I just really, I just really feel like if, like when she sent it to me as a rough, I was like, oh my God, you, you wrote my theme song, you know? <laughs> like, I feel so so represented and like well represented you know and it's like a very flattering photograph where you it's unapologetic and all these things that like you could feel bad about you know like being difficult and and doing things that have maybe hurt people or you know things you wish you haven't done but you know you did them anyway and mm -hmm. how are you gonna wake up every morning like it's just like I just think don't need to be sorry we're all human and like that's complication and depth and nuance are like what makes everybody special you know and you should feel proud of who you are somehow you know yeah. i couldn't i couldn't and, agree more have you got two more songs for me or are you, are you struggling to pick um i got to track a song that i thought they were not gonna let me track but johnny perry is an angel and he was like he just says yes like yeah let's get it he's very encouraging so I was like there's no fucking way anyone is going to go for this but I did this and I, 
I just, you know, let's just put it down. And then um, Mike ended up really liking it. I thought it was a real long shot, but it's, it's the last track on the album. And like, we, we worked on it together and like really went back and forth a lot about that, which I, again, I'm super grateful for because I feel that the record is what we wanted it to be and how we wanted to be represented. And there was no, like, we're going to handle the rest of this, which like, that's the, my least favorite part about production is like production's cool because you get an expert to kind of style you and like clean things up and put their really professional input into something. But then the takeaway of that is like, sometimes you feel like it's not yours or you don't like something that happened or you really feel that you're, you know, it's like, um, it's taking your stamp away. Yeah. Kind of. Or like, like, you know what I mean? Your, your puppies are going to someone else's home. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's like, but they're my babies and like just, I think they should be raised this way and, just at the know, window so like, looking out as they leave yeah no. yeah oh see you later um and then yeah so it's just I feel that we while there was a lot of production on this record there was no point where we were shut out yeah. you know which like has happened because it, it has to you know for time or whatever or like a lack of rapport but like you know we communicated and changed things and went back and forth and took the time and it's just really cool and um I'm really proud of Lynn you know she writes rippers and like I think she always manages to give life to causes that she feels very passionately about in a way that like has she just has a lot of conviction, whereas, like, I feel myself when I have, when I feel passionately about, like, a political issue, for example, like, it's hard for me to speak with conviction because I feel like I know this is complicated and I know I don't want to be insensitive or I don't know how much of an expertise I have on this, but, like, I just really admire her, like, undiluted re- resolve on these things because, like, whenever she does it, I'm all like I agree you know what fucking Lynn said you know it's like and she does her research and she you know she's she means it like she and you can hear it in the song you know what I mean like this is something that like if she were a different person she might be crying about but because she's Lynn she's like no I'm gonna write this fucking cool song (laughs) sing it with me and like she just she did it again you know so I just it's really fun and Myra's drumming the shit out of stuff on this record we just really it's just so fun. We're just really excited. And when this is all over, we're going to play the whole damn thing for you live, you know? So. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, I mean, I, had to, we, I was supposed to see you in Germany in March and that got cancelled. So, um, yeah. And then it was rearranged for September. And I'm not holding out any hope for that happening. But I am, but I know, like, things could change. And, like, I think this is all a good, a good, like, exercise for everyone everywhere in, like, flexibility and like you know you might really want something to go a certain way and it won't you know it's like yeah what what has been good go on sorry I I try to be flexible but there's certain times where it's like I just catch myself not not being you know what I mean and it's like well this is a we're all learning this right now yeah you're only you're only human so you know you're allowed to make the odd mistake and and but then you pick yourself up from it you notice it okay so due to a quick technical hitch Jenny might sound slightly different because she's on a different recording device. But so we're just going to quickly I'm wrap this up. Now. 
we're just going to quickly wrap this up. Uh, so thanks for being on. Um, date of the new album is June the 19th? Yeah, June 19th. So everyone make sure you check it out on Fat Records. There's pre-orders up now for the vinyls. You've got tote bags. Ooh. I saw you've got CDs. You've got all kinds of things. So thank you very much for being on, Jenny. Me, really quick, actually, for anybody in the UK or Europe, we're, um, we're about to launch a merch store that's in Europe. So that would make getting things from us a lot easier and cheaper for you. Um, so, yeah, you can just, we've got that coming and yeah. we're going to have records there and stuff like that. So if that makes more sense for you, um, that should be, we'll make a big announcement that that'll be up in like the next couple of weeks. Excellent, because I plan on abusing that shop. Yeah. So, because <laughs> I've always looked and like, because like, all of a sudden shipping rates jumped in America to, to the UK that used to be quite reasonable and now it's just crazy. Yeah. So I've been putting it off and putting it off and then now and I saw that you were doing a Europe store, I was like, yes. We are. Now is my us. time. Yeah, get your stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, it's us and make war, so it's like everything from our tour. Um, yeah. So like they have music and t-shirts and goodies and stuff like that, and then we're going to get the new record shipped over there for distribution um, and then, you know, kind of just have two different epicenters. You know, so whatever makes the most sense for people. Yeah, like, it's, it's a good rat in the States, but if that's like a prohibitive shipping cost, then you can. It, I think it's a very good idea. New new Euro shop coming. You've got the yeah. The you've got the fat wreck stuff on on there with uh, in the in the US, so you can go on there and pre order everything. Um, check out the Instagrams and things because there seems to be loads of live streams going on. And yeah. So thank you very much, Jenny, and uh, thanks for coming on. Oh my gosh! Thank you for having me. <laughs> There we go. I hope you enjoyed that. We talked for so long that Jenny's headphones gave out, which is why there was the strange sound quality towards the end of that. Uh, lastly, I just want to say, I hope you're all well. I hope you're healthy. Circumstances this week to do with people close to me have shown that, you know, you need to let your family know how much they mean to you um, and your family doesn't have to be blood relatives your family can be the ones that you've chosen to be around you never be afraid of telling somebody how you feel and let's all uh, get through this and hopefully we'll have another week where the sun will shine and we can eventually get out of the house okay see you next time bye oh just a quick one i've been told that i should start an asmr channel um because apparently my voice would lend itself to that so we'll do a little test here and i'll do some i might i'll do some tapping so if any of that gives anyone tingles let me know and uh, then i can get my youtube channel started up anyway see you next time